Hello listeners and fellow Game Pass fans. Get yourself set and ready for your favourite unofficial Game Pass podcast, Game Pass News. So I'll hand you over to Nick and Sean and get the show started. Welcome to Game Pass News. I am Nick Metzger, Nintendo, and my co-host is with us, Sean. He's back from Scotland. I'm COVID-free, and I'm also 40. So, hey, why don't we have a little fun and talk about Xbox or Game Pass or something crazy like that? Let's do it. here you know i don't know we got a ton to talk about but the with the chat is here thanks for showing up for the chat big shout out to them parrot mode Hambone, johnny nia prime Woo! it's a party um and yeah so how how's life that you're back from scotland now sir um uh we're back to miserable english weather <laughs> we were spoiled <laughs> in scotland with absolutely blustering sunshine and we've come back um and it's just we've got the usual rainy horrible weather not completely rainy and horrible but that kind of muggy overcast the kind of stuff that nobody likes so yeah um, when, sounds... when did you t- when i i you i thought <laughs> no, i had when did you turn far you i know i t- didn't really i normally never like i don't care people can know and it does not bother me but to be honest we were talking about stuff and it, it hit me as i like as we closed out the show i was like oh i didn't even mention it, it was my birthday on saturday so yeah august 13th and i'm big 4-0 nothing like celebrating 4-0 when you got covid that is not fun, but it's another fu word, and we'll just stop right there. <laughs> so yeah, you know the the parties got canceled and everything was like right. But I'm just gonna I'm gonna milk it, man. I'm gonna be like, hey, listen, now we're pushing it to next week. So now it's just like it's just gonna be like a month long celebration by the time I'm done. So we'll be all good. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so you know I don't I I I think the chubby bracket. I'm not gonna lie. I, you know I said I didn't mention the chubby bracket again. I lied apparently. Um, I think the chubby bracket helped out. You know I I'm I'm feeling good. Um, <laughs> what just happened? There's a lot of ones. I feel like I'm in some kind of. Did wait. I can't count them all. Does it? Does it I don't know. Anyways, uh, thank you, Hambo and Johnny for. Uh, <laughs> for for all the the stuff um the, all the bits don't wait did i just get did we just get 40 bits is that what happened i don't know i can't yeah. count but i think that won't be my <laughs> happened the counting is difficult numbers and words and stuff so <clears throat> yes it was neo prime subscribe i got stuff going on my screen people i can't handle this kind of action i just want you to know i got thank you so much neo prime thank you so much hambone johnny um yeah so i'm just gonna milk it and just keep being like well it's still my birthday i still my birthday (laughs) and uh and do and deal with that oh i know what i was saying but the uh the chubby bracket really you know i feel svelte i feel good i feel like i've I've lost all the weight so i think moving into 40 after after losing 40 pounds (laughs) look at that uh that that helped things out so so yeah oh geez so you're back uh the weather's not too bad yeah back uh you got back i'm i've gone from two like the 210 in the chubby's bracket back up to 218 so oh i didn't mean like that i wasn't trying to call you out just so you know i didn't mean (laughs) i just meant like you're back in in the uk i wasn't trying to be like oh so you're back to your weight and blah 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 um (laughs) no uh, the combination of like all the time we had up in ripon and like we were just eating nice food going out often and then up in scotland i ate more than i should have done drank more than i should have done but we kept active, so I'm eight mm-hmm. pounds over the last four weeks of doing lots of things. Angel, I'm you know 
it'll come back down. I've been mm-hmm. running ran Tuesday, ran today, back to work tomorrow, which sucks. Yeah. Um, well, it's like yeah. 30 days off for you, right? You had like a month off, is yeah, that correct? Been, been 20, 27 days tomorrow. Dang. Man, yeah, that's got to be yeah. weird. You got to be like, man, I got to I got to remember how to do all this stuff again. Uh yeah, good. I mean, bummer that you're going back, but good for you for having it off. That's that's awesome. Um I I went into the office for the first time in 2 weeks, so that was fun. I've been working, but you know, with the, the I mean, I had a vacation off and then and then I had another like vacation of COVID. So, I was just working at home. Um so, yeah, but be, just being back in by the way, my plant died or might be dead. I'm not sure. I, I realized that I never got anybody to water it for the last uh, like three weeks. So I think that might be dead. Um, ironically, it's a mother-in-law's tongue, which I don't know, makes me feel bad now that I think about it. I uh, probably should have watered that. Uh, <laughs> uh, I love you, mother-in-law, who would never in a million years know even even know how to get to this podcast, let alone watch it. So, um, uh, <laughs> um, But hey, we should probably talk about some Xbox stuff. Why don't we actually do that? Sean, oh, I have a button for that, too. Let me hit that, because I'm sophisticated. That's the wrong button. (laughs) All right, Hogwarts is delayed. Sean, I had a question of what should I buy, Hogwarts and Skull and Bones, and Hogwarts said, screw you, I'll make this easy for you. That's what yeah. they did. Hey, when Gary and Leviosa just floated off the mm-hmm. 2022 list and mm-hmm. just landed somewhere in 2023. God yeah. knows where, but mm-hmm. somewhere. Probably right next to Starfield, I would imagine. That sounds about, <laughs> about right for how my how, how things are going to go for 2023. Um, the only thing that can happen now that can make this... I mean, and it's not a big deal. Like, there's crap to play. Like, that's fine. I mean, we got games. There's things. I, I got a backlog. You know, I mean, it game pass news we always have a literally we could have named it like backlog news i mean that's literally game pass news aka always a backlog um so there's stuff to play but it is a bummer i was really excited for it and as i've said i'm probably not going to get to it now because it's going to drop too close to something in 2023 because there's like a bazillion things coming out but really the only thing i will buy skull and bones now (laughs) but i did think i can just see something coming out being like well ea is like well 2023 for us too um i don't think that's gonna happen but it could it could yeah and i mean we're gonna see another trailer for hogwarts uh gamescom stream sorry i just drank some milk and it's repeating on me um (laughs) hopefully we don't want to see it again just so you know (laughs) (laughs) it won't come out my nose i'll just um so that's nice that we're gonna we'll hopefully see a bit more of a gameplay trailer rather than just you know the stuff that leaked um, yeah yeah, um, but also at Gamescom, we're going to have a, a closer look at Planet Al- uh, Planet of Lana, the unoffered. Uh, oh my word, an off Earth Odyssey. That's really hard to say. Yeah, which um, is which has just come out for Game Pass. Has just uh, dr- not ca- not came out, but has been announced to be on Game Pass. Yeah, I think it was part of the showcase. It was one of the indie developers games that were coming out that was quite high up there. Nice. Um, so. It'd be nice to see that because I think that was one that I was a little bit keen on and wanted to know more about because we didn't know much of it at that time. So, yeah, yeah, uh, man. I mean, you know, I'm I'm not going to watch this whole stream because it's just going to be six hours and it's going to be long and there's going to be a lot of interviews. But I am really excited to go back and like pick through the stuff. High on life, this Planet of Lana thing, the Hogwarts thing. I mean, I'm definitely excited to see 
some of the stuff that there that's going to be there depending on when it is and what I'm doing at this at the time um which by the way is the 25th so when is that that is next Thursday um you know maybe if I'm working or something and I I have the I have and I don't need to be on the computer or I have the ability I might just stream it while I'm doing something else or something like that but I could see doing that but but I am it does seem like there's going to be some stuff there I wouldn't be surprised at the end of it um, if we get bits and pieces of stuff that we, that, that they haven't shared that are going to be there, some surprise drops or something like that. Nothing huge, I don't think, but you know, some stuff. So, yeah, I, th- I think we're going to see, there'll be a lot of YouTube videos. I'm pretty sure Xbox will probably drop the like two minute trailers of any games that are showing mm-hmm. there, like they usually do. So it'll just be a case of like halfway through the show, just hit refresh on YouTube. If you subscribe to any of the, the big yeah. gaming channels like IGN. Uh, game spot stuff like that and they'll soon just churn videos out to try and keep up with the hype i'm trying to i'm trying to let me see if i can do this in a um are we are when are we podcasting uh yeah we're podcasting that night thursday yeah that night yeah yeah we'll be podcasting that night so we'll bring it all to you folks all the games come streamy stuff we'll let you know what it's all about um other things uh lots of good stuff leaving game pass august 31st very i mean i mean some real good games let's uh let me let me go to my little listy here and um like nba 2k20 no i'm just kidding um uh, <laughs> no but we have uh 12 minutes which i'm kind of surprised i didn't foresee that leaving anytime soon um spirit fair uh what remains of edith finch Hades, that's a, that's a real big one. Um, yeah, Will Will yeah. Z is a big one to be going as well. So. Yeah, I'm. You know, I mean, we've been we've been we're getting a lot of good stuff. So don't get me wrong, I, that's cool. I'm 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 fine with it. But um, but yeah, there are some things that are leaving that it's just like, ugh. You know what it brings to mind for me is something like uh, uh, Plague Tale. Um, uh, Plague Tale of like, well, I really do. I keep saying that I'm gonna play that game. And two's coming out real soon. Like I could see the first Plague Tale being on this list real soon of just being like, well, that one's going, you know. So I really need to get yeah, to that especially game. Especially as uh, like the, I think they're now pushing there's a tab on the on the uh, Xbox dashboard where you can go to the pre-order the games that are coming with Game Pass. Yeah, and you can like pre-order it. It'll pre-install when it's available to pre-install, so you can pre-pre-install, pre-pre something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a double and pre right there. Playtale Requiem is one of them that you can kind of pre-install now. So, yeah. So I need to I need to play that game. But I'm playing another game which Hambone Johnny knows all about, and I'm really addicted to it. But we'll talk about that later. Um, um. So yeah, I I played Hades. I liked it, but I didn't love it. Um. No offense. I know people. I know there's a bunch of people who like thought it was everything, and that's great. Um, but we are, we're losing a lot of good games, but that's what, that's what happens with Game Pass news, right? Or that's what happens with Game Pass, right? Uh, we know stuff's going to leave. Sometimes it's bigger than others than other times. Um, like last, the last batch on August 15th, when Train Sim World 2 left, I know John, he probably weeped into his like uh, desk, his desk stuffy, I would imagine. Um, he probably just tears and sobbed and I mean, pff, probably unconsolable for at least half a minute. I would imagine. So, um, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Tim, uh, Tim says Hambone's going to take his bits back because you just dumped on Hades. I, I mean, I dumped is a strong word, but I just, 
hey, I like the game that Hambone is currently all about. So we'll talk about that in a second. He knows it too. I, I, uh, I didn't say anything about Hades because I, I, I think I made my thoughts very well felt about the game when we first tried, first spoke about it. So. Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, neither one of us were huge fans. Um, hey, do you know what happens on 9-14? September 14th. Um, so I'm going to say 9-14, there isn't 14 months in a year. So. Oh, you! <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Do you know um, what happens on 14-9? I don't know. That's all I got, Sean. <laughs> no, I have no idea. Uh, oh, does, does that... Does that mark the 12 months of Deathloop on Sony? Oh, look, it's you. You pull it out. Yeah, 12 months, 12 months. You think we're getting it on 9-14 or 14-9? Septem- I don't know. I can't do this. Do you think we're, do- do you think we're getting it? What day is that? Is that a Friday? <sighs> you ask hard questions, Sean. Uh, you no, do it. Wednesday. Wednesday. I reckon we'll get it on the 16th. So you're going to see 9-16. All right, all right, that's right. Do you uh, you think you think we're gonna get any um, any like warning that it's coming out? Do you think they'll drop yeah, something in Gamescom? Like, we're available now. Yeah, I think you're probably right. I think you are probably right. Um, if they uh, if they, they were gonna do, do anything, they do it in Gamescom. Surprise. Yeah, well, that would be pretty. That'd be pretty good. That'd be a nice surprise in Gamescom. Yeah, yeah, it really would. I mean, I mean, obviously there's there. So, you know, it's a, it's a Microsoft studio that was already contracted to make this game for Sony. So it's been out. So Sony had a year exclusivity on it. We know that. So um, obviously within that year exclusivity, there was also, I believe, some language. I mean, I don't know this, but it's it's what I'm it's what a lot of people are assuming some language that you couldn't even mention it coming to other consoles for a period of time. Um which makes sense, right? So Sony wants to make sure people are buying it on their console. Otherwise, if you tell them, hey, it's going to be on Xbox in, in a month, then that might take some sales away from them to wait for it on Xbox, blah, blah, blah. Um, but yeah, I mean, yeah, that would that would make a lot of sense. If it's not Gamescom, then I agree. We're not getting anything at all that this game is dropping on Game Pass until might, it happens. Nia Prime has got a bounce. Re- See you later, sir. Appreciate you dropping by. Appreciate your support as well. Have a good one. The, the only thing I think we might get with game with uh, Deathloop is we might just get a, a reveal trailer that just randomly drops on YouTube from mm-hmm. Xbox, and they'll tweet and they'll tweet about it. And that's maybe the only way, other than Gamescom, that'll be the only way that they do it. I yeah. can't see them doing it. if they're not going to do a big fanfare of it. Um, you know, in the middle of towards the end of August. I don't think so. There's not much of a platform to do a big fanfare for it. Yeah. 16th makes sense too, though. You could get like a little like, hey, it's coming in two days on like 914. Like they might tweet out about it. So tweet out. Uh, That's that's top. If it's coming coming for a weekend, um, you've got more, the potential for more traffic to be playing it over a weekend. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I'm real interested to see, like, you know, just got to be a decent amount of Xbox non-PlayStation players or maybe even Xbox PlayStation players who didn't pick it up and are now yeah. going to play. So the the download numbers, I mean, we're never going to know because Xbox doesn't give us those. Um, but it'd be really interesting to see what what that would look like for a game that's been out on another console. Um, uh, what do I want to say? An award-winning game that's been out on another console that now drops on that now drops on uh, Xbox. 
Um, news bulletins. That's all our top stories. That's that. There's there's a there's a lot of rumors rolling, but that's all our top stories, folks. Uh, news bulletins. Multi versus. This is the is it WB? I think so. Yeah, WB. Yeah, WB's brawler. Yeah, yeah. Multi versus season one is on. Um, people are really raving about this game. Uh, our Thunderdome gaming. I've, 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 I've played a little bit more of it. Yeah. Not enough to kind of say warrant it as being in my Xbox spotlight, but kind of like jumped in and out, played one match. Um, if you really liked Smash and you were kind of like, sometimes you have that issue with Smash where you can accidentally come off the side of the, the, like the, the, the arena and find it difficult That's to me. get back. Yeah. That's this me. game has that. This game has that covered. Um, there's lots of different ways you can save yourself. If you're playing with friends who are a support kind of character, they can pull you back up. Um, you can do like wall jumps and crawls back up, mm. stuff like that. So, yeah, it's like Smash Bros, but better. Yeah, <laughs> I I really do need to download this game and give it a and give it a shake. Free to play, right? Am I am I correct in that? Yep. Free to play. Yeah, free to it play game. Completely free to play. Yeah, I need to to give this a shot. Another thing, Sean, I need to give a shot is touch controls. I need to go back. Everybody knows I hate touch controls. I feel like I need to give it another shot. I really do. 16 more games have joined the Xbox touch control crew. Do you use this at ever? At ever? I don't Um, know what I'm trying to say. I'm starting to. It's not been as lumpy the last couple of times I've played it. So, and -hmm. there's games on there now that like um, Two Point Campus, which I think could be a great touch control style game rather than uh, using the old analog stick to to kind of drag stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, Shredder's Revenge, which I think could be a really cool like, arcade game to play. And let's see one. I kind of saw Coffee Talk, which I'll talk about in a bit, but that'd be a better game to play via um, touch controls. So Yeah, see, like they're showing Shredder's Revenge on here right now. As So Shredder's Revenge is now cloud touch control based. You can play it that way if you so choose. It looks awful. Like this guy's thumbs are like, like taking <coughs> up fifteen percent of the screen. Like why? Why? Like it's I don't know, man. I mean, and I but yeah. the other problem the the reason I'm pushing like maybe I need to go back and try this is I am lazy and do not like to take the time to put my backbone controller on my phone. A lot of times I'm like I don't want to do that. That's just I I don't know why it does not take that long. So I I. I'm just lazy. Uh, yeah. So I do so need to find something. Just very, very quickly, if you haven't seen the tweet that's out there, you've got Shredder's Revenge, Two Point Campus, The Show, 2022, um, Super Mega Baseball 3, Star Wars Squadrons, which I think could be a little bit weird. Um, my Friend Peppa Pig, Match Point Tennis, Adventure City Calls, The Paw Patrol Game, Turn It Boy Commits Tax Evasion, which I think could be quite a good one, Touch Controls, because... Mm-hmm. Um, Shavas, Floppy Nights, Coffee Talk, Turbo Golf Racing, which I couldn't imagine trying to play that touch controls for a million years. No. Dragon Age 2, Dragon Age, and the first skate game from EA. Do you imagine playing skate like this? Uh, It'd be impossible because you need to be able to feel the controller. That's the... Yeah, you need to be able to feel whereabouts your your thumb is on the analog stick for that. Yeah. 
Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know. I'm not feeling either. I'm not feeling many of that. Now, coffee talk, I do. I do get it's, you know, it's there's not any action really flying across the screen. And I, I also understand what you're saying with uh, Turnip Boy. Also, another one of those games where there's just not a lot of action on the screen. And so those kind of games. Yeah, it's, it's all right if your thumbs are kind of covering up some of the some of the screen. But man, some of those other games, I don't know. It would be great. And I know this is like near impossible, right? It's like a whole different version of how you do it. But like when you say two point campus, how I want touch controls is to be able to like touch and just like draw my where I want my um my my room to be, you know, and then just like touch on the menu and be able to bring up stuff like, man, how that would be great. But I understand that that is like reprogramming the game, basically. So I, I get that that is that is not something that's super easy to do. But man, if they could get to that point with some of these games where they could do that with like Two Point Campus, because Two Point Campus seems like a great game for a cursor to me, like to play with on PC with a cursor. Yeah, I mean, um, can you not play cloud games on a PC? Oh, you probably can. Yeah. But we're talking about going on. I'm just I'm just saying it, like if you yeah. if you had like your if you had like an iPad and you could just like poke on the menus and say you wanted this this kind of classroom and then just like draw where you wanted it. I just think it'd be great. Yeah. I'd probably only play it that way. Controller, right? that's, yeah, that's going to be the issue. Yeah. Well, they might not. I, I don't know. It's something that I'd have to probably go and try. Yeah. Uh, is Sean. I, I don't even really know. Are we bothered about Fortnite and Dragon? You're going to have to tell me what this means. I am not bothered um, about Fortnite. Fortnite can do whatever the heck I'm, it wants. I'm not. I just not. I know I'm a big fan of Dragon Ball Z. Um, okay. Like, I'm excited for the next Dragon Ball Z game that's coming out because it's, it's open world 3D fire kind of thing. But which I think is the reason why it's joined forces with um, Blizzard's Fortnite. Um but no, I, I'm not overly keen because I don't like playing Fortnite. I can't do the building thing, which takes away the whole PvP, like R- Royal Rumble kind of deal. Um, but I know Justin was excited for it. I know he's done a they've done a whole let's play video um, of it all, and apparently he gets absolutely coached. Um, but I, I, I like it when they do things where it's interesting. And I, I think they brought some of the abilities from Dragon Ball Z to the game, so. Yeah. yeah okay i uh sorry if you're getting some background noise um i i don't care <laughs> no. i was trying to think of something at least somewhat intelligent to say but that's about as intelligent as i can get when it comes to Fortnite. i don't care um so i mean the only reason i do care is or it's not even really that but it's it's i just am in awe at how well Epic does these crossovers and how well they move back and forth, go from one thing to the next um, and keep getting these uh, these IPs that are willing to to marry with their Fortnite and they just do it so, so well. And then you see something like Halo, who is like, I don't know, we can't figure it out. <laughs> like yeah. Season what? I don't know how this works. Like, I don't know. I mean, it's not easy. And Epic makes it look like walk like a walk in the park that's that's the part that amazes me yeah and it's the same going into the fall guy stuff um Mm -hmm. which i just realized i've put fall out 
non-core guys on the dock, which kind of just confused the crap out of me. Um, oh, I, yeah, okay. I was the, confused. Yeah, the, the Sonic stuff in Fall Guys was brilliant. I don't know if you played I didn't know that. But I, I played a little bit with Logan uh, watching you sat on my knee and we did it. And the whole Green Hill Zone thing was ace. You just kind of like, it was a run around and collect as many rings as you could within a, like, and it was the first to collect 20 rings you got through. And then it was like to 30 and then it was to 50. And like they had all the, like the noises were there from Sonic. It had all the graphics and stuff like that. Um, they had the little um, spring pads that you kind of have in Sonic, you know, like the bumpers had those. They had a loop. They used like the tubes to make a big golden loop that you went around and things like that. And it was really cool. It was fun. The skins were really good. Um, so like, that's another example of, doing decent IPs with different crossovers and skins really well. So, yeah. Did you, did you, did they sucker you in? Did you buy any, did you buy anything? Spend the real cash on any uh, of the stuff? No, I nearly bought the, <laughs> the, I nearly bought the skins, but then I'm saving myself for the season pass. Gotcha. Gotcha. By the way, for anybody who's wondering who's audio or watching or whatever, um, the, the garden spigot is right outside, um, of my basement, uh, my little basement office here. So that you're hearing. Yeah. That's my son turning the, uh, the spigot on and off because he's watering the garden. So there you have it. Um, that's him doing his chores. That's exactly what it is. Yeah. He's, he's being a good boy. Just wish he wouldn't do it now, but whatever. Um, so those are our news bulletins. Uh, we don't have an acquisition watch at the moment. Nothing new. Uh, we, we kind of filled that spot last week. And so we are on to the Xbox spotlight. If you're thinking, dang, that sounds a lot like the last noise. Yeah, that's because I pushed the wrong button the first time, but I got it right this time, which whatever um all right so uh sean regale me give me a coffee story sean tell me all about this so i I wanted to give it a go because i was i was drawn in by the the little kind of blurb that you got about it that you kind of just it was a you sat there and you had people telling you problems and you kind of helped them through it um so i started it up and the graphic style is great i really like it um, it's it's that r- real nice in between like 32 bit to modern day stuff. Um, it's not really pixelated, but it's got that kind of ideal look to it, which I enjoyed. Um, the story with it is really good. So um, it's set in Seattle in 2022. In 2020, sorry. Um, there's been a big race war between lots of um, like fictional style beasts. So you've got elves, orcs, dwarves, um, there's another one I can't remember. Begins with O, but anyway, you've you've got all these kind of sorry begins with C. You've got all these kind of races that kind of all live together, and you own a coffee coffee shop which only opens on a night, and people come in and kind of like just share their stories on the load. Um, I enjoyed everything about the game, apart from that it's very very dialogue based, which. When I was sat there earlier trying to play, I've got Logan on my knee and he's kind of like, oh, this is boring. I want you to play Fall Guys. And it's like, I know, just I'm really sorry that this isn't for you, but I'm actually enjoying this a little bit. Um, the music's good. It's very like lo-fi hip hop kind of stuff. Um, 
and then the the barista style of it's really cool where you've got like a an app on your phone you can bring up when somebody asks you for a drink because they don't like they might ask you directly oh i just want an, an espresso so you, you kind of fair enough that's just coffee 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 and off it goes um but like some people are like oh, i don't really know what i want um i'm kind of feeling this way uh, have you got something that you can make and you can either list go through the list of things or as you're making the drink and you get like a, prim- a primary and a secondary and a and a third option um you can it kind of gives you a is it going to be really hot is it going to be really cool is it going to be bitter is it going to be sweet um and you can kind of do all this kind of stuff um and then once it's brewed you can do latte art so you can go and you can like use the cursor to pour milk through the middle and then you can etch designs onto it and things like that and some people ask for that and other people don't um so that side of it's really really fun it's just the, the downside for me was it was very dialogue based not dialogue but you were having to read it and there was nobody voicing it over right uh, so- i mean you could skip through as, as this as the the text is coming up on the screen you can skip and kind of like skim through it quickly because there's mm-hmm. some stuff you didn't have to pick up or if you think, oh, I can't remember that, it was really useful because it gave you a, like a, um, you could go to another screen and it'd give you the history of the conversations that you can oh, skip okay. through and kind of go back and read. Okay. Um. So it's it's not like it's not like fast. This isn't like uh, I'm trying to think of no, that cafe game. This is one of game. those games where, yeah, this isn't one of those like you've got a timer and you've got to make so many drinks before okay, the timer yeah. runs out. It's kind of like just a, it yeah. It's just yeah. chilled kind of coffee talk. It's and, coffee talk. Yeah, and it was it's good. And I, I, I might need to give it some more time. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm excited for the fact that it is touch controls and on the cloud, so that could be another way of me playing it. I'm I am interested in seeing. Hold on. Uh, oh, it's the main story's four hours. There you go. I was just interested yeah. to see how long it took. There's also an episode two coming out. Did you know that? Say again, sir. There's an in 2023. There's an episode, a coffee talk episode two, hibiscus and butterfly. Oh, yeah. So there's another one coming out here in a little bit. Um, well, it sounds it sounds cool. I might I might uh, I might if I can find some time, I might do what you're talking about and use the cloud and try the touch control on that. Yeah. I think for for anybody that enjoyed things like uh, Telling Lies or Life is Strange, those kind of games, um, you might re- you'll enjoy this to a point. It's, I don't think stories are quite as gripping as they are in things like those games, but there, there's a depth to it there, which is nice. Um, like the the customers when they sit down in front of you, kind of interact with each other as well. Hmm. So there's not really many decisions you can make. It is just literally listen to the point that I played it. Anyway, I think I played it for like 30 minutes today. Um, and I, there wasn't many decisions that I had to make at that point other than making the drink for the person. So I, just, I assume you, you could probably make the, the drink not to how they like, and that might change things. That's what I was going to ask. Yeah. You think depending on what the drink is, that changes it. Yeah. That makes sense. Sweet. What else for you, man? Um, I played Two Point Campus just after last week, and we said we we like you give it a go and things like that. Um, I got the one star on the first campus, and then carried on playing it to get the second star on the first campus, yes. just to see how much how difficult it was to go from one to two. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I've got the same feelings about it as you. I think it's quirky. It's funny. It's like I like the different classrooms that you build. Um, but then my attention span to it declined very quickly because I was like, this is a game that I'd like to play with a mouse and a keyboard rather than a, yeah. a controller. And that's I started to get really turned off by it. Yeah. Yeah, I will say they've they've done a they've done about as good as you could do with um making everything as as easily as accessible as it can be with a with a controller. But yeah, you just you can just feel how much better it would be with mouse um mouse and keyboard. Um yeah, I don't know if I'll go back to it or not to be honest. Um yeah. by the way, Two Point they, Hospital is leaving. That was I don't know if I mentioned that in the in the leaving section, but Two Point Hospital is one of the games that are going August 31st. So I mean, with the Elite Controller, I I have, like, buttons mapped to certain stuff, and I think it was, oh, sure. I had, the last time I remapped it was because of the Hot Wheels update. So, like, I could use some of the mapped buttons at the back to get in and out of the menus quicker, so it didn't, I wasn't, like, sat there going, looking at the controller and then looking at the screen, it's kind of like, oh, I need to press the X button now, or Y button to finish off the room, and things like that. So that was okay, but I feel like if I was going to play this game more, I'd probably go and remap a couple of different buttons to do different things. Mm-hmm. Sweet. Yeah, I'm Yeah, I'm. I'm totally there with all, all of what you're saying. Um, and then the other game, the only other game I have been playing, and uh, like I joked before we started this because I was giving it another go, um, is Mario Kart 8 Deluxe for the Dads After Darks Monthly Mayhem. I came third last week, and I was really worried about this week because, like, I thought ah, I'll say a really good time, and then like Dillian just kept chewing back at my time, and I'm like, crap. Um, but I'm currently sat second, I believe. I got like maybe seven tenths of a second to shave off if I can. Um, but okay. oh, here we go. Competition, which I'm enjoying. Yep, yep. Updated today. Sean's got second place right now. Mario Circuit Three. So yeah. Yep. Dil- Dil- Dillian, Dillian, I think is his name. He's got you beat by by a second. That's going to be hard to beat. Yeah, well, I've I've got an updated time now, which is one forty seven nine eight. Ooh, so, man. Yeah, and it is literally just like getting the right angle through the corners and stuff like that. I have discovered that coins definitely help. Mm. That's the only tidbit I'm going to give to you is, is getting ten coins helps. But as Mario Kart always did, the the coins are just off the racing line, so you've got to kind of work. Out, I can get this coin on that corner on this lap, and I can get this set of coins on this, and that's what I'm down to doing now is like picking the best line at the best time to pick up the coins to get to help with how good the boosts are because you get like fractions of a second extra of boost and stuff like that, and also the ability to um, go from you know, through the the three different boosts that you can get from drifting, um, you can get them quicker with more coins, so. There's lots it's, of little tiny bits I'm trying to do. It's fun to watch you guys. I mean, I not my not my shtick. I don't want to fight that fight, but uh, it is fun to watch you guys go back and forth. I think it's awesome. It's a real great battle, for sure. And then just games I'm looking forward to coming out. Um, I think we're going to talk about two of the well, these yep. two definitely yep. in the the showcases. Midnight Fire Express, um, just because I think it's tied very well with uh, Brad Pitt's new film Bullet Train. Oh, yeah, um, that's true. And then Tiny Kin, because 
the I love the art style. I love the look of the art style from the video I watched today. It's a Pikmin like. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, Those yeah. Actually, so Tinykin we won't see in this in this GPN showcase because it actually comes out on the thirtieth. So it comes out in two weeks. So, but Midnight uh, Flight Express we will for sure. Um, for me, uh, the kids and I beat Lego City Undercover. Uh, that game is fun. What we quickly learned is not all Lego City games are built uh, equally. Uh, we downloaded Lego Incredibles because it was like on sale for nine dollars, and I don't know something something about it. It's just not as fun as Lego City Undercover. Like, like the you know it's bad when like you download it, you play it for a little bit, and then the next morning the kids are like, "Can we play Lego City Undercover?" I was like, "Yeah, that's how I felt too, kids." Yep. So I wasn't uh, I wasn't shocked when that came when that came out. So um, that's I, all right. um, I picked I picked um, picked up Logan the Lego Avengers game for the DS today as well. Oh yeah, yeah. You have to let me know yeah, how how he likes that. He so. finds it hard. But all right. He's he's just grasped Mario Super Mario 3D Land to a point where he can get himself to the end of the levels, but that's taken like the whole time we were up in Scotland. He's kind of played it for an hour every day kind of got a bit better so i said to him today just look lego games are a little bit different to mario games just keep trying you'll you'll figure it out and you'll understand it yeah yeah so i'm not i'm not sure what we're gonna do next because i really thought we would just like follow the lego train but now now i don't know i mean splatoon's coming out here in you know less than a month and that's gonna take my son's time so we're still playing splatoon 2 um playing that together i think we've almost got that beat The kids not like wanting to get the new Kirby game after because they like they really liked Forgotten Land. So that's true, they did. And to be honest, I didn't even realize until today when I was listening to Carpool Gaming Nintendo Drive, I didn't even realize it came out today. I was just I I knew I knew about it, but I didn't realize it came out today. So I'll have to I'll have to show them that, and maybe it's only fifteen bucks, so we might we might try that. Um, I I believe Seth. from all in i think he mm-hmm. finished it in stream i believe oh i didn't even realize it was that kind it. of a game i didn't even i thought it was more of just like a fall guys type game you just keep going back and fighting each other or whatever so huh that's interesting so there must be some type of a campaign mode to it as well huh yeah but obviously not a big one um so there you go and then sean my current game of the year <laughs> no joke I am absolutely in love with this game. Cult of the Lamb, my friends. This game is where it is at. I mean, I I cannot I so my cult is the Endad Fam cult. That's what I called it. That would be my one downside. It's like it, it reminds me of uh of Animal Crossing where it's like you get 16 characters. That's as big as your cult name can be. I'm like, seriously, like that's all you got. Whatever. But this is a rogue light, as I believe it's called. Um, you you go into this little dungeon area. So so you die, you get kind of this this guy brings you back and he's like, listen, go, go make followers, make them love me. And you get to make this cult. And you have to find converts, you find them, and then you get to come back, you get to come back to your cult, and then you have to, like, 
you have to just make life for these guys and you have to make them follow you and give you devotion and loyalty. And you can do that in like a lot of different ways. You can do that by feeding them. You can do that by making this ridiculous ritual bonfire. Uh, you can do that by sacrificing one of them. Um, you know, yeah, there's all kinds of fun things you can do. Um, by the way, um, I have not sacrificed any of the end dad fam. I want to point that out. I'm a very, I'm a very generous, uh, cult leader. Um, Marty and Jesse did die of old age. I buried them generously. I did not, I did not hack them up for pieces like I could have done, but, uh, I buried them. And then, uh, when new converts came in, I named them Marty and Jesse too. So, uh, they're young again. This sounds very Oregon trail. Mm, I don't know about that, but, um, but man, so you go, the fighting is so much fun. You go into the dungeon and then when you do this run in the dungeon, if you can make it all the way out and beat the big guy, then that's great. Your followers will love you. If you die halfway through, you'll still get to bring back some of your stuff. And then, the, but your followers will be kind of like, eh, they won't be very happy about that. So you'll have to like get their devotion back up. And then the stuff you find in the dungeon, you get to use to craft new items for your cult. So it could be, you know, like I just built an outhouse. So now instead of when my guys eat and they won't poop on the ground anymore. Now they actually go poop in the outhouse, which is very nice, you know, cause I have to clean that crap up literally. Um, but it's really cool because there's the mechanism of building up your cult. Um, you're like cult town, but then there's also the temple where you go in and do sermons and rituals and you unlock doctrines and stuff like that. And those things, those things are what helps you get better at battles. The more sermons and the better sermons you do and the better rituals and the more people you have and the more devotion you get in the temple, the more you unlock items for your, um, for your battle skill. And then you get to go back into the dungeon with better battle skills, do better, get more stuff, blah, blah, blah. So I've beat two of the four things. I'm onto the third. Um, and there are also, the, there's this map where I can go fishing. I found this mushroom. I'm mean, there's so much stuff. There's so much. Stuff. It's so good. Um, so if you haven't played it, uh, I, I understand like cult of the lamb is a little off putting, you know, you don't have to, I haven't sacrificed a single person. Jesse, Marty, Tim. I mean, I love y'all. I haven't sacrificed any of you. Sean's there. Yes. Um, I had, I did, I will say, I, and I'm very sorry, but Drew has asked me twice, legit. Drew has asked me twice to have Marty eat a bowl of poop. And I can't say no because he's just. <laughs> that sounds like Drew. I know. I know. I cannot say no. If I say no, then Drew's not going to like me and I can't have that. So I just keep having Marty eat poop and then I just keep like feeding him, like telling him to go sleep off the illness that he gets after he eats the poop. So, you know, y'all, it's, it's, it's a riot. I mean, it's so much fun. Um, oh, it makes, it makes me laugh all that. My, my grave area has three people this no joke and i i have pictures of these things and i want i want to take this. so before i knew i wanted it to be the end dad end dad fam called uh i got this guy with um i got this guy with horns looks a lot like a reindeer so i called him rudolph okay rudolph was my first guy then i did marty then i did jesse you all should be happy you, you two you know i mean i named you first i'm just saying so all three of them died and I buried them. And so now if you go to the grave and you walk over the grave, it says, here lies Marty, Rudolph, and Jesse. <laughs> like, <laughs> Rudolph's dead and Marty and Jesse are gone. But, uh, oh, man, he is. Uh, but this game is so fun. I mean, 
so, so many funny things, especially you got to name the characters after people you know or something like that because it makes it so much better when when somebody comes up and they're like, like Drew starts talking about John or something like that. It just it just makes the game like it just makes it so um Right now, it is by far my game of the year, and I'll shut up about it yeah. for now. But I'm sure I'll be talking about Hamlin, it next Hamlin week. Says, so Hamlin's now in the chat. He's started, started talking about a game that he's big for, so he's in the chat, Mark. Uh, it says, the mushroom ritual is awesome. Uh, it says, keep feeding them poop because something happens. I'm going to do um, it. Marty, you- I'm sorry, buddy. You're getting more poop, that means. <laughs> it's some shit. <laughs> That's uh, right. And- <laughs> <laughs> sorry. And, ha- and he also says, have you found Plimbo yet? I don't know that I have found Plimbo yet. I don't I don't know what that is. So no, I I don't think I have. The mushroom guy, I've not done the ritual yet. I have the I have the uh I'm working right now on getting all the mushrooms that I need. So um also um Drew and and Dan. Drew no Dan has asked me to collect ten camellia flowers because he wants to propose to Dan. So I'm, I'm in on this. Like I'm cannot wait to see what happens here. Like this is the best, this game, this game just keeps on giving. It's, it, it is, it is a lot, a lot of fun. I cannot say enough about it. I could, I could talk about all the things that have happened for a good long time, but I'll shut up now. I promise. I said I would last time, but I really will. So that is, uh, that's what I've been playing. That's what we've been playing. Anything else before we move on? No, no, let's jump into all the questions that we've got from the community this week. So you guys, I, go ahead, I, Sean, I, I go thought ahead. I'd jump, I thought I'd jump straight into the questions uh, and lead this week. Um, we've been watching a lot of a certain film. Um, it's on Disney Plus, and with you having kids, you know, similar age to Logan, just a bit older. Um, I thought I'd ask you the question if you have seen the Lightyear film, the Buzz Solo one. That mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I haven't. So I'm horrible. I'm I'm like, no, I'm worthless. Absolutely. You're like, have you seen this? I'm like, no, I, I really haven't. I So, so I'm, really, I'm really enjoying this because it's kind of like a little bit of Toy Story Inception. Um, so Lightyear is the film that Andy in the original first ever Toy Story, went and saw to then be really hyped on wanting to get a Buzz Lightyear. Oh. So it's hmm. kind of like a movie from a movie. The, oh, like, that's cool. From the that's whole um, Hogwarts and Fantastic Beasts thing on this. Mm-hmm. Um, it's great. I'm not going to, if, if you haven't seen it, I'm, gonna give you, I'm not going to give you too many spoilers. It's brilliant. There's a good twist towards the end. There's lots of little likable characters in it, as all Disney films have. Um mm. Socks, the cat being one of them. Logan's currently obsessed with him. So, yeah. Um, so, what I was going to ask you, which uh, now you, you've not seen it, Ken doesn't fall. Foul. I will watch it this week. I promise. Um, I think they would be able to do a really good third-person game of this film if they and if if as long as Disney let somebody else develop the game because Disney games tend to be a pile of horse crap. Mm. Um, in in my opinion. Um, if they could let somebody else do that, this it'd be a really good third person style, like Gears of War mm-hmm. um, style game, but kid friendly. It'd be oh. hilarious. Oh, well, you it'd lost really me. Cool. I really thought you were giving Buzz a chainsaw. Now you've lost me. 
Well, I'm just he, he, there I'm is, just a, there is a, he does have a saw at some point. There's like wow. lots of stuff that happens in the film, which kind of blends him to the buzz that we grew up with from Toy Story. Um, but yeah, it's a great film, and I think they could do a really good game of it if they had a chance. I just thought I'd ask if you'd seen it or not. I have not, but I will watch it this week so we so I can give you a, a straight up answer next week. Well, Sean, I have a question for you from Mister Zablanc. Uh, when I uh, he he asked John from Dads After Dark. Uh, he asked when I was in high school, I worked at my parents' Irish deli. They're Italian. Don't ask. But I want to ask now, so. I mean, <laughs> you you need to talk about why your Irish, why your why your Italian parents are running an Irish deli. I need to know this. Talk about it on Dance After Dark. <laughs> True. Ask John about this. Uh, we we sold UK goods, newspapers, drinks, candy, etc. My question for you is: What's your favorite Cadbury candy? Mine's Dairy Milk. I still hunt it down to this day, and thankfully, local supermarkets do sell do sell it. What's your favorite Cadbury candy? I am a whole nut guy. I knew that from the very beginning. (laughs) I'm sorry. No, I'm uh, Cadbury's whole nut or Cadbury's cream egg. Those two. And yeah, definitely. Okay. I'm also interested. You have Italian parents who run an Irish deli and sell UK goods. Yeah, that's that's pretty. Oh, okay, I see it. I'm I'm looking up a whole nut here, which you know it's you gotta this. you gotta you gotta Google this gently. That's all I'm gonna say. Um, it's um, hazelnut. Basically, it's just whole hazelnuts within dairy Ooh. milk chocolate. Ooh, man, that does look good. Now you answered my they question. A, they do a fruit and nut version as well. Hmm. You answered my question. My question was going to be: Is this the same company that makes the eggs? And so that must yes. be yes. Okay. That's, I think, the only and, Cadbury thing I've ever had. And the cab- and the mini eggs as well, which is like giant, really big M&Ms, but nicer. Gotcha. So, uh, but yeah, that's great. Yeah. Good question. And again, food related. <laughs> so, I, I ate like too it. much Cadbury's chocolate while I was away. So. And Milka. I like that's the 100. one that we really like. We really like the Milka choco moo biscuits so mm. so they're like chocolate cookies my do i do i got my uk lingo right is that right <laughs> no they're not, no they're not like cookies they're a biscuit awesome. with chocolate on top <laughs> <laughs> oh sean you kill me so they're like chocolate what are so what are these called cadbury uh, milka no the milka which is the company oh um, Choco Moos, I think they're called. I'm going to Google the same thing because I want to make sure I'm pointing you right. Now. Oh yeah, you're pointing me in the right direction. Uh, m- uh, Choco Moos. I see them here. They kind of look like chocolate covered animal crackers. Is that about? Yeah, that about sums it up. But the really yeah. like the biscuit to them is really really like but, really light and sweet. Yeah. And it's nice. Okay. Yeah. 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 They look. Uh, they're literally chocolate covered cows. Like it's it's pretty fantastic. And we in the in the week that we spent in Scotland on an evening, like all the kids went to bed, me and Lindsay started, like we took the box set of One Tree Hill with us, and we went through two series, two seasons of One Tree Hill while we were there. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we must have gone through about four packets of those. In a week. <laughs> That's fantastic. That's good stuff so, right there. Oh man, very nice. Um, the the next question from Mr. Zabong is Master Chief. Who do you think 
is Xbox's most identifiable identifiable character, and would you buy a stuffy version of him? This is always oh, the question. <laughs> yeah. This is always the question of like Microsoft of like who is their next who is their next most mascot after after Master Chief? The the Clippy clip. Yeah. <laughs> We've all said it. Clippy. Yeah. It's Clippy. It's I, I, mean, would, I, I, I think I'd I'd have a, a plush like Teddy of of Clippy. I think that'd be quite funny, especially if like you could get his eyes in there and stuff. Uh so probably I mean if I had to be honest, probably either like Bob. Is it is that the Minecraft guy? Um Steve. Steve. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Obviously I'm not I'm not a Minecrafter. So it's probably either Steve, but more importantly than Steve, I would say nowadays is the Green Creeper. Like, like my wife has no idea who you, I, I, I mean, not only my wife, obviously me, if it's Bob or Steve or John, I don't know, but she knows that the green guy is a creeper. Like she's like, oh yeah, Noah has a creeper plushie. So that's lame as a mascot. I'm not going to lie, but yeah, like if I'm sitting um, here thinking about it, it's probably him. Can you not get like a, a Phil Spencer plushie? <laughs> ah, you're totally just right like his big, his big round chin and he's like a really oversized head on a tiny body <laughs> a, like a horrible plum colored polo shirt uh yeah bob the builder yeah <laughs> thanks thanks Ambon. yep that's how i got there um oh geez i'm trying to think of any others and doom guy i'd, I'd have a doom yeah. guy push as well that'd be awesome yeah they just don't do a good job with mascots. I mean, this is a conversation we link back to all the time. Like, it's just yeah, we they just don't do a good job when it comes to like centering a mascot around a franchise. Um, and I mean, I don't know. Fable's not supposed to be that, is it? Like, you're supposed to be that guy in Fable, and I think that's why they don't give the Fable guy like a character you create yeah. yeah you create that guy you are that guy you make him whatever you want him to be you, i mean that's literally the idea you're good you're bad um however you want that to work out that's you and um though that that is a a real big hook into that it also does cause issues of like fable is one of their bigger franchises uh forza I don't, you know, uh, also one of their big friends, Microsoft Flight Simulator. What do you, well, I mean, you know. Yeah, they, don't, they don't have, they don't have mascots. They have logos. Like, so yeah. Forza is like a logo that you stick to everything. Like, Flight Sim, that's the same. Gears of War, they had the whole cog with a skull in. So, they don't have identifiable IP style characters, but they have really good logos, which kind of draw you to what the, the game is. And I think, I think that's a little bit of a merchandise flaw for them, but also at the same time is they have that many different genres of games and many different titles that there is tons of merchandise. Like if I walk into game in the UK, like I can walk down and there's like um, Fortnite styled Nerf guns. There's Halo styled Nerf guns. Um, like there's loads of different plushies of all different kind of characters. Like mm-hmm. there is, there was a, there was a Master Chief one. Um and then there's all the Minecraft stuff. So there's just 
lots of merchandise for lots of different games, but no, like like you say, there's no mm-hmm. definitive identifiable character. But why are they not working on like a banjo kazooie? What like why have we not heard anything? I mean, something like get rare working they, on these they, things. Do they like the idea that when people when out of the 25 million Game Pass subscribers, when they all think of Microsoft and Xbox, do they all think of a different game? Do they like that? I mean, if you think of if I turn around and said to Logan, or oh, think of Nintendo, he'd instantly go to Mario. Yeah. But for me, I instantly go to Zelda. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think both my daughters would either go to Mario or Zelda, or mm-hmm. a character from that franchise. Um, do they are they wanting to kind of do they want to stay away from that kind of thing where, you know, if you're going to a Nintendo event, you're expecting to see a giant Mario mascot walking around. Where if you go to an Xbox event, they're going to have a mascot from each of the different games or a main character from each of the different games being a mascot that's going to be stood in a certain area and kind of, you know, they kind of work off that. I don't know. I don't either. So I, I think part of it is so many of their games don't have a face like Fable, like Forza, like Simulator, you know, like there's, there is no face for these games. Like they're, they're you and you're the person and Bethesda games sit, you know, as they start accumulating, um, studios, you look at Bethesda, Bethesda's that same type of deal where it's like, okay, Rare really is the one studio they've, they have that has, um, things like Joanna Dark and Banjo-Kazooie and the pinatas, yeah, the pinatas and stuff like that that they could start making some mascots with, but they're not. They're not. They don't seem to be pushing those games. I mean, we were talking last week about Forza tire stuffy. Yeah, that's that's fantastic. Um, we were talking last week about um, how if they want to hit a hundred million, I believe they really need to start having some first party games. And you know what? Those, I think they underestimate some of those titles like Banjo-Kazooie and stuff. Those could be the first part. It doesn't all have to be like Bethesda's sprawling Starfield or Fallout or something like that. You could you could make a new Banjo-Kazooie, which I don't feel like would take as long as like Bethesda's next Fallout game. And you would have the crowd pretty darn happy. And you could start making a roster of mascots the same way that Nintendo has it. But I don't know, man. I don't know. So who's the next character, John? <laughs> That's who. Uh, it's probably yeah. it's probably Clippy, and I ain't buying a plushie. They, M- Microsoft does not have their... does not have their merchandising anywhere near the level of Nintendo's. Here you go. Microsoft's merchandising is at the same level of nintendo's online infrastructure that they're they're even they're just just, same thing (laughs) except for halo Um, nintendo merchandises the shit out of halo yeah raz raz is a great example from hambone raz from psychonauts would be great to do some stuff with i that would be a such a fun plushie totally agree Ah, man, I tell you. Uh, and John's last question, and this is 
directed most well it's directed right at you post chubby's bracket what snack have you come back to that you enjoy the most popcorn my my wife makes some banging popcorn okay this stuff is she she i mean it's not like you don't throw this in the you don't throw this stuff in the microwave this is like kernels with some oil and some salt and we even throw some pepper in there every once in a while and we pop it up and i have not had i didn't have that at all through the entire bracket because the real problem is popcorn is not horrible for you but one i consume too much and two you never eat popcorn at a reasonable hour right you're never like oh it's (laughs) it's like one in the afternoon now would be a great time to consume some carbs no it's like nine at night and you're watching a movie and you're like i'm gonna have this bowl of popcorn right um so yeah i've had popcorn twice since that time and man i just i love her popcorn it's fantastic so there you go yeah i quite like popcorn too so yeah yeah and it's not a bad snack if you had it yeah it's not a bad snack if you had it at a reasonable hour it's just you never do like at least i don't no, normally the wife's yep. like hey the kids are in bed no, do you I want had- some popcorn i'm like uh, no yes please. i had some last night um butter kiss do this really nice like sweet and salty pack and they do like in the little tiny packs <laughs> and like 80 calories a pack um i have three packets of those all tipped into a bowl at like 10 o'clock last night <laughs> oh <laughs> love it i yeah um i love some good uh now this isn't how we make it, but uh, there's there's we have a big Amish community around here, and they make kettle corn. Um, absolutely love kettle corn, fantastic stuff, so good. So there you go. Cool, Mister Hammer and Johnny, who's very lively in the chat, following a lot of our stuff and hearing our reactions. Um, a question for us all: Have you ever used the term stuffy before having to read Zablonk's questions? <laughs> Um, I really, you know, and I'll be honest, I, we were talking about this post, I, or pre, I thought you had you, I thought that was how you called them, but, uh, you you say no, no. I do not use stuffy. No, I don't use teddy bear either though. No. Well, I only use teddy bear when it is a bear shape. Like Mm -hmm. Logan's got, Logan's got a Winnie the Pooh bear and like this, just this absolutely destroyed white bear. Uh, that I had as a kid, um, and we—he calls them teddy bears. Um, but after that, it's kind of like he has a Sonic, he has a Knuckles, he has a Tails, he has this dragon that he's called Wings. Uh, he's got a socks Teddy. Um, so they kind of like they become a, a Teddy. Like he's got Pikachu Teddies. He's got mm-hmm. like a mum's hand hand crocheted him like a Jigglypuff and stuff like that. So. Yeah. yeah, I wouldn't say like a stuffy. I'd say a stuffed toy, or but stuffy's not like a term I've ever used before until reading the questions and then talking about them. Mm. Yeah, so like when we watch a movie, the kids love to drag out way too many stuffed animals, and that that's exactly what I call them. Like it's like when the movie's over, I'm like, take your stuffed animals back to your room. I'm like I don't call them stuffies; I call them stuffed animals. And then if we're like if it's one. I'm not like, hey, is that your stuffed animal? I'm usually like, hey, if it's a bear, I'm like, or like, like Noah has an eagle, this like really gigantic eagle that he loves. I'm just, I usually name it by the animal type it is, not by the fact that it's stuffed. I'm just normally like, grab your eagle and let's go, or take your eagle back to your room, or you know, what, whatever. Um, he's got a, he's got blue, he's got blue the dog. We call that, we call that blue, or sometimes I'll just call it dog. But yeah, I don't use stuffies. It's either stuffed animal or I name it by its animal type. So yeah. Um, 
I have to the the struggle I have is that like between the three kids, they've all got too many stuffed animals and teddies and this and that, but and they've all got names and their specific names, mm-hmm. um, which tend to like especially for Logan very very differently from what it actually looks like. Like he's got this tiny little ty teddy of a penguin. It's like this size of a ball. It's black and fluffy, and like. <clears throat> He called it Blackie. Like That's of the all best. the names he could give this little penguin, and it comes with a little name tag that tells you sure. what the actual name is. Yeah, he didn't like that name, so it became Blackie. Mm-hmm. So he has Blackie, and then he has two identical, like towelly style bunnies that he's had ever since he was born. One's called Harry, and one's called Shiny. They're exactly the same. They look exactly <laughs> the same, but they're next to each other. But he knows which one's Harry and he knows which one's Shane. Oh, that's the if best. I get it wrong. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, yeah. 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 Noah and Ariel are very different on that. Like, Noah names each of his animals very specific names. Like, for whatever reason, the eagle's called Franklin. Obviously, the dog is called Blue because it's literally Blue from the show. Um, uh, and But he has these names and he knows what their name is. Now, Sis... Ariel, my daughter, uh, she has, she basically has two different names for every animal. It either gets named. Now, this is, I should say, I should say this is changing. She's getting older. And so this isn't as much true as it was uh, maybe like a year ago. But it, it used to be that every animal was either named Sparkles or Rainbow. And that was the name. And it, it there was no, and sometimes it was like, she would say, Daddy, this is Rainbow. And I was like, I thought you named it Sparkles. And she's like, I changed it to Rainbow. Like, that's just her. It's so great. I'm like, sure, you do it. Like, so you never really had to worry. She couldn't really remember. She didn't take the time to remember, as I should I should say, uh, which one she'd named them. So you just call, you know, you're like, uh, is that, take Rainbow. Okay, you know, it's the best. Um, so, and yeah. then Hambone's last question is, is Xbox game related? It says, I love Hades and I'm very sad to see it leave Game Pass at the end of the month. Is there a game that has left Game Pass that you were truly sad to see leave? Ambone, I want you to know I'm sad for you. Um, <laughs> is there a game that's left Game Pass that I was really sad to leave? <laughs> Dambone says he named his giraffe and in called to the lamb sparkles. Oh, that that's good. I like that. Um, man, I, I I mean, there's nothing knockout, that I've been I, I super sad to. Would probably one for you. It went free to play though. I I was thinking that, but it went free to play. Um, yeah. True. The one game that I didn't get to play that I can't tell you one that would if I wouldn't have got to it first, which is Spirit Fair. But luckily, I knocked that out earlier this year because um, that would have been a bummer. Um. But the one game I'm looking at right now that I, I am a little sad about uh, that I never got to is Wild at Heart. That came and went quicker than I thought it would. That was another Pikmin-like. You were the boy. Yeah. I played about two hours of it, but you were you were this boy and you these get these little woodland creatures and you had to like make your path journey through through the woods and open up different areas. I mean, it's Pikmin. Um, just different, just different skin of paint. But it, it did have a different story as well. You were kind of unlocking 
it's almost like he was in a dream and he, he there were things some things going on with his parents i guess is what i'll, I'll say i i never made it to the point to where i got to finish the story so probably the one i wish i would have finished that left is wild at heart yeah i'm just i'm looking for him now and it's like uh super hot mind control delete because i liked that game a lot um and to i know i've got it on the meta quest 2 but i to to play that i need to kind of have room and time to <coughs> excuse me put it on um put the headset on and play it and stuff like that and i get quite sweaty when i play it yeah i haven't seen any one... meta quest pictures in a while when's the last time you picked that up um last week Oh, really? But, okay. All right. You just stopped sending wait, me pictures wait. of it. Uh, just everything needed updating. So it was kind of like yeah. I put it on to, to do some stuff with it. And gotcha. like, Beat Saber needed an update. Resident Evil needed an update. Then there was a system update. And I was like, so I yeah. just put it back down and left it doing its thing. <laughs> As you do with stuff when it is updated. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the only other game I've been sad to see is uh, San and- Grand Theft Auto San Andreas because it's one of my all time mm. favorite gta games so yeah if i would have gotten into red dead redemption online i would have been super sad um but i never got into it uh abby Sal, i don't understand the question so when did two point campus i don't know what that means show up to uh, game pass news <clears throat> monday was it the 9th 9th of august that- uh yeah something like that two point campus came out i can give you the exact date eight nine august 9th august 9th it came out um so to to game pass um there's your answer sir all right is that the end of our party chat Is that... Yeah, sorry. Yeah, no, you're yeah, fine. It's okay. I, that's a mute. I started coughing. Um, mm. I, I, I'm struggling with a cold, so I keep disappearing on and out, in and out. Coughing. I so. did not give him COVID, people. Okay, I just want I want that to be on the record. <laughs> if he's got COVID, it's not because of me. Okay, it's what you get for swimming around in um, Scottish waterfalls for about an hour and a half. In freezing um, cold water. That'll do. That'll do it. That's that is a much better cold to have than COVID. So congratulations. So, like, I got to the point where I got really cold while swimming in them, and then we sat down, and I kind of warmed up in the sun and ate some lunch. But Emily, in her infinite wisdom, decided to just drop, like, not drop, but she had this, like, metal uh, water bottle, and she kind of just, rather than, like, been thinking about what she was doing, she just kind of, like, just jumped it on the ground, and it fell over, fell into the water, and then set off down the waterfalls. So I had to, like, parkour and slide all the through these natural like waterfalls and all through all the natural like rock slides and stuff through all the different pools chasing this water bottle down the, the waterfalls and got really wet again and then had to climb back up the waterfall continued to get really wet while holding onto this bloody metal water bottle kids so, are great yeah uh, just fantastic yeah, i guess definitely spent too much time in the cold water Hey, before we before we go to the GPN showcase, um, I just I, we we've been we do most of our trailers in the GPN showcase, but I just want to go over real quick so the people in the audio know the games that are coming out next week because we are Game Pass news. I feel like we should at least give them the the lowdown. Um, Coffee Talk uh, is out now. Uh, Midnight Flight Express coming out August twenty third. Uh, Exapunks 
is PC only. That's a funky coding game. Uh, those seem to be real popular right now on PC. August 25th, an Opus Echo, Echo of Star Song. Uh, seems like an RPG type kind of thing. Uh, it's got some real beautiful music and uh, some nice Japanese uh, voiceovers, to be honest, coming out uh, also August 25th. So, And if you want to know more about them, Go to our YouTube. Hey everyone, and thanks for listening. If you want to catch the trailers that we're going to be previewing, head over to Twitch or YouTube. Everything is at Game Pass News. If you want to be involved in the Discord chat, head over to patreon.com forward slash Nintendo Dads and subscribe there for as little as a dollar a month. That gets you access into the Nintendo Dads Discord where we sit. Or subscribe to our Twitch channel and we'll get you access sorted out. If you want to get in touch with us, send us an email at gamepassnewscast at gmail.com or DM us, shout us, tweet us, do everything you can do over at Twitter. That's at Game Pass News 2. And if you listen to this via your podcasting app, please, you know, go on there, give us some stars, give us some feedback. We love that. It's great. We make this show for you. So please feel free to get in touch in any way possible. And on behalf of myself and my co-host, Nick Metzger, thanks again for listening. And until next time, guys, we shall see you later.